Welcome to Pod Bless Robert Mueller, a translation for Texans. A report on the investigation into the Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. Part 2. This is part 2. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for sticking around for episode two of our special series. This is exciting. I'm just getting more and more depressed as I read this. It is shockingly depressing. It is. Did and you know? kind of boring. I feel like volume two, they keep dropping these hints that volume two is going to be great. <laughs> just get through this first volume, guys, in two. You don't want to miss that That's one. That's where we put the secret stuff. Apparently. But they've redacted so much. It's ridiculous. But here we are. Uh, We're going to pick up on Section 3. Um, and I think that's all you, Lillian Salerno. So Lillian is going to start it. I'm going to work this soundboard, and we're going to get going for you. So, Section 3. Russian Hacking and Dumping Operations Beginning in March 2016, units of the Russian Federation's Main Intelligence Directorate of the General Staff, GRU, Hack the computers and email contents of organizations, employees, and volunteers supporting the Clinton campaign, including the email account of campaign chairman John Podesta. Starting in April 2016, the GRU hacked into the computer and networks of the Democratic Congressional Can- Campaign Committee, the DCCC, and the Democratic National Committee, the DNC. The GRU targeted 100 of email accounts used by Clinton campaign employees, advisors, and volunteers. In total, the GRU stole hundreds of thousands of documents from the compromised email accounts and networks. The GRU later released stolen campaign and DNC documents through online personas, DC Leaks, and Guccifer 2.0, and later through the organization WikiLeaks. The release of the documents was designed and timed to interfere with the 2016 U.S. presidential election and undermine the Clinton campaign. The Trump campaign showed interest in the WikiLeaks releases, and in the summer and fall of 2016, redacted harm to ongoing matter. Just when it was getting good. WikiLeaks first Clinton-related release redacted. The Trump campaign stayed in contact redacted about WikiLeaks activities. The investigation was unable to resolve redacted harm to ongoing matter. WikiLeaks release of the stolen Podesta emails on October 7, 2016. The same day a video from years earlier was published of Trump using graphic language about women. You know what that was, right? Oh, I think it involves grabbing people. Yeah, me too. By the pussy. Yeah, that was it. A. GRU hacking directed at the Clinton campaign. Number one. GRU units targeted the Clinton campaign. Two military units of the GRU carried out the computer intrusions into the Clinton campaign, DNC, and DCCC. 
Military units 26165 and 74455. Military Unit 26165 is a GRU cyber unit dedicated to targeting military, political, governmental, and non-governmental organizations outside of Russia, including in the United States. The unit was subdivided into departments with different specialties. One department, for example, developed specialized militia software, malware, while another department conducted large-scale spear phishing campaigns. Redacted Investigative Technique A Bitcoin mining operation to secure Bitcoins used to purchase computer infrastructures used in hacking operations. Military Unit 74455 is a related GRU unit which multiple departments that engaged in cyber operations. With, with, not which. Unit 74455 assisted in the release of documents stolen by Unit 26165, the promotion of those releases, and the publication of anti-Clinton content on social media accounts operated by the GRU. Officers from Unit 74455 separately separately hacked computers belonging to state boards of elections, secretaries of states, and the U.S. companies that supplied software and other technology related to the administration of U.S. elections. Beginning in mid-March 2016, Unit 26165 had primary responsibility for hacking the DCCC and DNC, as well as email accounts of individuals affiliated with the Clinton campaign. Until 26165 used redacted investigative technique. To learn about redacted investigative technique. Different Democratic websites, including Democrats.org, HillaryClinton.com, DNCOrg.org, and DCCC.org, redacted investigative technique, began before the GRE had obtained any credentials or gained access to these networks, indicating that the later DCCC and DNC intrusions were not crimes of opportunity, but rather the results of targeting. GRU officers also sent hundreds of spear phishing emails to the work and personal email accounts of Clinton campaign employees and volunteers. Between March 10, 2016 and March 15, 2016, Unit 26165 appears to have sent approximately 90 spear phishing emails to email accounts at HillaryClinton.com. Starting on March 15, 2016, the GRU began targeting Google email accounts used by Clinton campaign employees, along with a smaller number of dncorg.org email accounts. The GRU spear phishing operation enabled it to gain access to numerous email accounts of Clinton campaign employees and volunteers, including campaign chairperson John Podesta, junior volunteers assigned to the Clinton campaign's advance team, informal Clinton campaign advisors, and a DNC employee. GRU officers stole tens of thousands of emails from spear phishing victims, including various Clinton campaign-related communications. Number two, intrusions into the DCCC and DNC networks. A, initial access. By no later than April 12, 2016, the GRU had gained access to the DCCC computer network using the credentials stolen from a DCCC employee who had been successfully spear phished the week before. Over the ensuing weeks, the GRU traversed the network, identifying different computers connected to the DCCC network, 
by stealing Network X. Sorry. This little guy, my cat's on my shoulder. Buddy. <laughs> Buddy, we're reading a book. Hang on. Over the ensuing weeks, the GRU traversed the network, identifying different computers connected to the DCCC network. By stealing network access credentials along the way, including those of IT administrators with unrestricted access to the system, the GRU compromised approximately 29 different computers on the DCCC network. Approximately six days after first hacking into the DCCC network, on the April 18, 2016, GRU officers gained access to the DNC network via a virtual private network, VPN connection, between the DCCC and the DNC networks. Between April, between April 18, 2016 and June 8, 2016, Unit 26165 compromised more than 30 computers on the DNC network, including the DNC mail server and their shared server. B. Implementation of malware on DCCC and DNC networks. Unit 26165 implanted on the DCCC and DNC networks two types of customized malware, known as X-Agent and X-Tunnel. Mimicats, a credential harvesting tool, and RAR.X, a tool used in these intrusions to compile and compress materials for exfiltration. X-Agent was a multifunction hacking tool that allowed Unit 26165 to log keystrokes, take screenshots, and gather other data about the infected computers, file directories, operating systems. X-Tunnel was a hacking tool that created an encrypted connection between the victim DCCC DNC computers and GRU controlled computers outside the DCCC and DNC networks that was capable of large-scale data transfers. GRU officers then used X-Tunnel to exfiltrate stolen data from victim computers. That I'll stick with you? Whoa. What the fuck? To operate X-Agent and X-Tunnel on the DCCC and DNC networks, Unit 26165 officers set up a group of computers outside those networks to communicate with the implanted malware. The first set of GRU control computers, known by the GRU as middle servers, sent and received messages to and from malware on the DNC DCCC networks. The middle servers, in turn, relayed messages to a second set of GRU-controlled computers labeled internally by the GRU as an AMS panel. The AMS panel redacted investigative technique, served as a nerve center through which GRU officers monitored and directed the malware's operations on the DNC DCCC networks. The AMS panel used to control ex-agent during the DCCC and DNC intrusions was housed on a leased computer located near Redacted Investigative Technique, Arizona. <laughs> Redacted Investigative Technique. Redacted Investigative Technique. <laughs> The Arizona-based AMS panel also stored thousands of files containing key logging sessions captured through X-Agent. These sessions were captured as GRU officers monitored DCCC and DNC employees' work on infected computers regularly between 2016, April of 2016 and June 2016. 
Data captured in these key logging sessions included passwords, internal communications between employees, banking information, and sensitive personal information. C. Theft of documents from DNC and DCCC networks. Officers from Unit 26165 stole thousands of documents from the DCCC and DNC networks, including significant amounts of data pertaining to the 2016 U.S. federal elections. Stolen documents included internal strategy documents, fundraising data, opposition research, and emails from the work inboxes of DNC employees. The GRU began stealing DCCC data shortly after it gained access to the network. On April 14, 2016, approximately three days after the initial intrusion, GRU officers downloaded RAR.x onto the DCCC's document server. The following day, the GRU searched one compromised DCCC computer for files containing search terms that included Hillary, DNC, Cruz, and Trump. On April, 20, on April 25, 2016, the GRU collected and compressed PDF and Microsoft documents from folders on the DCCC's shared file server that pertained to the 2016 election. The GRU appears to have compressed and exfiltrated over 70 gigabytes of data from this file server. The GRU also stole documents from the DNC network shortly after gaining access. On April 22, 2016, the GRU copied files from the DNC network to GRU-controlled computers. Stolen documents included the DNC's opposition research into candidate Trump. Between approximately May 25, 2016 and June 1, 2016, GRU officers accessed the DNC's mail server from a GRU-controlled computer leased inside the United States. During these connections, Unit 26165 officers appeared to have stolen thousands of emails and attachments, which were later released by WikiLeaks in July of 2016. B. Dissemination of the hacked materials. The GRU's operations extended beyond stealing materials and included releasing documents stolen from the Clinton campaign and its supporters. The GRU carried out the anonymous release through two fictitious online persons that it created, DC Leaks and Guccifer 2.0, and later through the organization WikiLeaks. Number one, DC leaks. The GRU began planning the release as early as April 19, 2016, when Unit 26165 registered the domain DCLeaks.com through a service that um, protected the identity of the registrant. Until 26165 paid for the registration using a pool of Bitcoin that it had mined, the DCLeaks.com landing page pointed to different tranches of stolen documents arranged by victim or subject matter. Other DCLeaks.com pages contained indexes of the stolen emails that were being released, bearing the sender, recipient, and date of the email. To control access and the timing of releases, Pages were sometimes password protected for a period of time and later made unrestricted to the public. Starting in June 2016, the GRU posted stolen documents onto the website dcleaks.com, including documents stolen from a number of individuals associated with the Clinton campaign. These documents appeared to have originated from personal email accounts, in particular Google and Microsoft accounts, rather than the DCC and DCC DCCC computer networks. DC leaks. Victims included an advisor to the Clinton campaign, a former DNC employee, and Clinton campaign employee, and four other campaign volunteers. 
The GRU released through DCLeaks.com thousands of documents, including personal identifying and financial information, internal correspondence related to the Cohen campaign, and prior political jobs and fundraising files and information. GRU officials appear, operated a Facebook page under the DCL, DC Leaks moniker, which they primarily used to promote releases of materials. The Facebook page was administered through a small number of pre-existing GRU-controlled Facebook accounts. GRU officers also used the DC Leaks Facebook account, the Twitter account, DC Leaks, and the email account, dcleaksproject at gmail.com, to communicate privately with reporters and other U.S. persons. GRU officers using the DC Leaks persona gave certain reporters early access to archives of leak files by sending them links and passwords to pages on the DC Leaks website that had not yet become public. For example, on July 14, 2016, GRU officers operating under the DC Leaks persona sent a link and password for a non-public DC Leaks webpage to a U.S. reporter via the Facebook account. Similarly, on September 14, 2016, GRU officers sent reporters Twitter direct messages from at DC Leaks with a password to another non-public part of the DCLeaks.com website. The DCLeaks.com website remained operational and public until March 2017. Number 2. Guccifer 2.0 on June 14, 2016, the DNC and its cyber response team announced the breach of the DNC network and suspected theft of DNC documents. In the statements, the cyber response team alleged that Russian state-sponsored actors, which they referred to as Fancy Bear, were responsible for the breach. Fancy Bear. This is the first I've heard of Fancy Bear. Apparently, in response to that announcement, on June 15, 2016, GRU officers using the persona Guccifer 2.0 created a WordPress blog. In the hours leading up to the launch of that WordPress blog, GRU officers logged into a Moscow-based server used by management by Unit 74455 and search for a number of specific words and phrases in English, including some hundred sheets, Illuminati, <laughs> and worldwide known. Approximately two hours after the last of those searches, Guccifer 2.0 published its first post, attributing the DNC server hack to a lone Romanian hacker and using several of the unique English words and phrases that the GRU officers had searched for that day. That same day, June 15, 2016, the GRU also used the Guccifer 2.0 WordPress blog to begin releasing to the public documents stolen from the DNC and DCCC computer networks. The Guccifer 2.0 persona ultimately released thousands of documents stolen from the DNC and DCCC in a series of blog posts between June 15, 2016 and October 18, 2016. Released documents included opposition research performed by the DNC, including a memorandum analyzing potential criticisms of candidate Trump, internal policy documents such as recommendations on how to address politically sensitive issues, analysis of specific congressional races, and funding documents. Releases were organized around thematic issues such as specific states, Florida, Pennsylvania, that were perceived to be competitive in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. 
Beginning in late June 2016, the GRU also used the Guccifer 2.0 persona to release documents directly to reporters and other interested individuals. Specifically, on June 27, 2016, Guccifer 2.0 sent an email to the news outlet, The Smoking Gun, offering to provide exclusive access to some leaked emails linked to Hillary Clinton's staff. The GRU later sent a reporter sent the reporter a password and link to a locked portion of the DCLeaks.com website that contained an archive of emails stolen by Unit 26165 from the Clinton campaign volunteer in March 2016. That that the Guccifer 2.0 persona prov- Yeah, that's the sentence. That the Guccifer 2.0 persona provided reporters access to a restricted portion of the DC Leaks website tends to indicate that both personas were operated by the same or a closely related group of people. The GRU continued to release efforts through Guccifer 2.0 into August 2016. For example, in August 15, on August 15, 2016, the Guccifer 2.0 persona sent a candidate for the U.S. Congress, documents related to the candidate's opponent. On August 2016, 2016, the Goose for 2.0 persona transferred approximately 2.5 gigabytes of Florida-related data stolen from the DCCC to a U.S. blogger covering Florida politics. On August 22, 2016, the Goose for 2.0 persona sent a U.S. reporter document stolen from the DCCC pertaining to the Black Lives Matter movement. The GRU was also in contact through the Guccifer 2.0 persona with Redacted, Harmed Ongoing Matter, a former Trump campaign member. Redacted, Harm to Ongoing Matter. In early August 2016, Redacted, Harm to Ongoing Matter. Twitter's suspension of the Guccifer 2.0 Twitter account. After it was reinstated, GRU officers posting as Guccifer 2.0 wrote, Redacted, harm to ongoing matter, via private message, Thank you for writing back. Do you find anything interesting in the docs I posted? On August 17, 2016, the GRU added, Please tell me if I can help you anyhow. It would be a great pleasure to me. On September 9, 2016, the GRU, again posing as Guccifer 2.0, referred to a stolen document DCP, DCCC posted online and added, Redacted, ongoing matter. What do you think of the info on the turnout model for the Democrats' entire presidential campaign? Redacted, harm to ongoing matter. Respond responded, pretty standard. The investigation did not identify evidence of other communications between redacted, harm to ongoing matter, and Guccifer 2.0. Number three, use of WikiLeaks. In order to expand its interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, the GRU units transferred many of the documents they stole from the DNC and the chairman of the Clinton campaign to WikiLeaks. GRU officers used both the DC Leaks and Guccifer 2.0 personas to communicate with WikiLeaks through Twitter, private messaging, and through encrypted channels, including possibly through WikiLeaks' private communication system.
A. WikiLeaks expressed opposition toward the Clinton campaign. WikiLeaks, in particular its founder, Julian Assange, privately expressed opposition to candidate Clinton well before their first release of stolen documents. In November 2015, Assange wrote to other members and associates of WikiLeaks that, we believe it would be much better for GOP to win. Dems, media, liberals would then form a block to rein in their worst qualities. With Hillary in charge, GOP will be pushing for her worst qualities. Dems, media, neoliberals will be mute. She's a bright, well-connected, sadistic sociopath. In March 2016, WikiLeaks released a searchable archive of approximately 30,000 Clinton emails that have been obtained through FOIA litigation. While designing the archive, one WikiLeaks member explained the reason for building the archive to another associate. Someone tell me why the WikiLeaks emails were searchable, but the Mueller report released by the AG was not. And so redacted. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> we want this repository to become the place to search for background on Hillary's plotting at the State Department during 2009 to 2013. Firstly, because it's useful and will annoy Hillary, but secondly, because we want to be seen to be a resource player in the U.S. election, because this may encourage people to send us even more important leaks. H. WikiLeaks' first contact with Guccifer 2.0 and dis- and DC leaks. That's a B. I'm sorry, that's B. <laughs> I thought it was. B. WikiLeaks' first contact with Guccifer and DC leaks. Shortly after the GRU's first release of stolen documents through DCLeaks.com in June 2016, GRU officers also used the DC leaks persona to contact WikiLeaks about possible coordination in the future release of stolen emails. On June 4, 2016, DC leaks sent a direct message to WikiLeaks noting, you announced your organization was preparing to publish more Hillary's emails. We are ready to support you. We have some sensitive information, too. In particular, her financial documents. Let's do it together. What do you think about publishing our info at the same moment? Thank you. Redacted. Investigative technique. Around the same time, WikiLeaks initiated communications with the GRU persona, Guccifer, shortly after it was released. It was used to release documents stolen from the DNC. On June 22, 2016, seven days after Guccifer's 2.0's first release of stolen DNC documents, WikiLeaks used Twitter's direct message function to contact the Guccifer 2.0 Twitter account and suggest that Guccifer 2.0 send any new material stolen from the DNC here for us to review and it will have a much higher impact than what you are doing. On July 6, 2016, WikiLeaks again contacted Guccifer 2.0 through Twitter's private message functioning, writing, if you have anything Hillary related, we want it in the next two days, preferably, because a DNC is approaching and she will solidify Bernie supporters behind her after this. The Guccifer 2.0 persona responded, okay, I see. WikiLeaks also explained, we think Trump only has a 25% chance of winning against Hillary. So conflict between Bernie and Hillary is interesting. C. The GRU's transfer of stolen materials to WikiLeaks. 
Both the GRU and WikiLeaks sought to hide their communications, which has limited the office's ability to collect all of the communication between them. Thus, although it is clear that the stolen DNC and Podesta documents were transferred from the GRU to WikiLeaks, redacted investigative technique, the office was able to identify when the GRU, operating through its persona, Guccifer 2.0 and, and DC Leaks, transferred some of the stolen documents to WikiLeaks through online archives set up by the GRU. Assad had access to the internet from the Ecuadorian Embassy in London, England. Redacted investigative technique. On July 14, 2016, GRU officers used a Guccifer 2.0 mail email account to send WikiLeaks an email hearing, bearing the subject, Big Archive, and the message, A New Attempt. The email contained an encrypted attachment with the name WKDNCLink1TXTGPG. Using the Guccifer 2.0 Twitter account, GRU officers sent WikiLeaks an encrypted file and instructions on how to open it. On July 18, 2016, WikiLeaks confirmed in a direct message to the Guccifer 2.0 account that it had the one gigabyte or so archive and would make a release of the stolen documents this week. On July 22, 2016, WikiLeaks released over 20,000 emails and other documents stolen from the DNC computer networks. The Democratic National Convention began three days later. Holy crap. Similar communications occurred between WikiLeaks and the GRU-operated persona DC Leaks. On September 15, 2016, at DC Leaks wrote to at WikiLeaks, Hi there! I'm from DC Leaks. <laughs> How could we discuss some submission-related issues? I'm trying to reach out to you via your secure chat, but getting no response. I've got something that might interest you. You won't be disappointed. I promise. The WikiLeaks account responded, Hi there! Without further elaboration. The at DC Leaks underscore account did not respond immediately. The same day, the Twitter account at Guccifer underscore 2 sent at DCLeaks underscore a direct message, which is the first known contact between the personas. During subsequent communications, the Guccifer 2.0 persona informed DCLeaks that WikiLeaks was trying to contact DCLeaks and arrange for a way to speak through encrypted emails. An analysis of the metadata collected from WikiLeaks site revealed that the stolen Podesta emails show a creation date of September 19, 2016. Based on information about Assange, Assange, this computer, <laughs> Lily and I had a discussion about how to pronounce it, Assange, and its possible operating system, this date may be when the GRU staged the stolen Podesta emails for transfer to WikiLeaks, as the GRU previously had done in July 2016 for the DNC emails. The WikiLeaks side also released PDFs and other documents taken from Podesta that were attachment to emails in his account. These documents had a creation date of October 2nd, 2016, which appears to be the date the attachments were separately staged by WikiLeaks on its side. Beginning on September 20th, 2016, WikiLeaks and DCLeaks resumed communications in a brief exchange. 
On September 22, 2016, a DC Leaks email account, dcleaksproject at gmail.com, sent an email to WikiLeaks account with a subject, Submission, and the message, Hi, from DC Leaks. The email contained a PGP encrypted message with the file name wiki underscore mail Investigative technique redacted. The email, however, bears a number of similarities to the July 14, 2016 email in which GRU officers used the Guccifer 2.0 persona to give WikiLeaks access to the archive of DNC files. On September 22, 2016, the same day of DC Leaks' email to WikiLeaks, the Twitter account at DC Leaks sent a single message to at WikiLeaks with a string of characters. Redacted investigative technique. The office cannot rule out that stolen documents were transferred to WikiLeaks through intermediaries who visited during the summer of 2016. I'm going to read that sentence one more time. The office cannot rule out that stolen documents were transferred to WikiLeaks through intermediaries who visited during the summer of 2016. For example, Public reporting identified Andrew Muller Magoon as WikiLeaks associate who may have assisted with the transfer of these stolen documents to WikiLeaks. Redacted investigative technique. Redacted investigative technique. On October 7th, 2016, WikiLeaks released the first email stolen from the Podesta email account. In total, WikiLeaks released 33 tranches of stolen email between October 7, 2016 and November 7, 2016. The releases included private speeches given by Clinton, internal communications between Podesta and other high-ranking members of the Clinton campaign, and correspondence related to the Clinton Foundation. In total, WikiLeaks released over 50,000 documents stolen from Podesta's personal email account. The last in time email released from Podesta's account was dated March 21st, 2016, two days after Podesta received a spear phishing email sent by the GRU. D. WikiLeaks statements disassembling about the source of stolen materials. As reports attributing the DNC and DCCC hacks to the Russian government emerged, WikiLeaks and Assange made several public statements apparently designed to obscure the source of materials that WikiLeaks was releasing. The file transfer evidence described above and other information uncovered during the investigation discredit WikiLeaks' claims about the source of material that it posted. Beginning in the summer of 2016, Assange and WikiLeaks made a number of statements about Seth Rich, a former DNC staff member who was killed in July 2016. The statements about Rich implied falsely that he had been the source of the stolen DNC emails. On August 9, 2016, the at WikiLeaks Twitter account posted, Announce, WikiLeaks has decided to issue a U.S. $20,000 reward for information leading to conviction for the murder of DNC staffer Seth Rich. Likewise, on October 25, 2016, Assange was asked in an interview, Why are you so interested in Seth Rich's killer? He responded, We are very interested in anything that might be a threat to, leaked, or to alleged WikiLeaks sources. 
The interviewer responded to Assange's statement by commenting, I know you don't want to reveal your source, but it certainly sounds like you're suggesting a man who leaked information to WikiLeaks was then murdered. Assange replied, If there's someone who's potentially connected to our publication and that person's been murdered in suspicious circumstances, it doesn't necessarily mean that the two are connected. But it is a very serious matter. The type of allegation is very serious. And it's taken very seriously by us. After the U.S. intelligence community publicly announced its assessment that the Russia, that Russia was behind the hacking operation, Assange continued to deny that the Clinton materials released by WikiLeaks had come from Russian hacking. According to media reports, Assange told U.S. congressman that DNC hack was an inside job and purported to have physical proof that Russians did not give materials to Assange. C. Additional GRU cyber operations. While releasing the stolen emails and documents through DC leaks, Gosefer 2.0 and WikiLeaks GRU officers continued to target and hack victims linked to the Democratic campaign and eventually to target entities responsible for election administration in several states. Number one, summer and fall 2016 operations targeting Democrat-linked victims. On July 27, 2016, Unit 26165 targeted email accounts connected to candidate Clinton's personal office. Redacted. Personal privacy. Earlier that day, candidate Trump made public statements that included the following. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that were missing. I think you'll probably be rewarded mightily by our press. The 30,000 emails were apparently a reference to emails described in media accounts as having been stored on a personal server that candidate Clinton had used while serving as Secretary of State. Within approximately five hours of Trump's statement, GRU officers targeted for the first time Clinton's personal office. After candidate Trump's remark, Unit 26165 created and sent malicious links targeting 15 email accounts at the domain... Redacted, personal privacy, including an email account belonging to Clinton aide. Redacted, personal privacy. The investigation did not find evidence of earlier GRU attempts to compromise accounts hosted on this domain. It is unclear how the GRU was able to identify these email accounts, which weren't public. Unit 26165 officers also hacked into a DNC account hosted on a cloud computing service. Redacted personal privacy. On September 20th, 2016, the GRU began to generate copies of the DNC data using redacted personal privacy function designed to allow users to produce backups of databases referred to redacted personal privacy as snapshots. The GRU then stole those snapshots by moving them to Redacted personal privacy. Account that they controlled. From there, the copies were moved to GRU-controlled computers. The GRU stole approximately 300 gigabytes of data from the DNC cloud-based account. Number two, intrusions targeting the administration of U.S. elections. In addition to targeting individuals involved in the Clinton campaign, GRU officers also targeted individuals and entities involved in the administration of the elections. 
Victims included U.S. state and local entities, such as the state boards of elections, secretaries of state, the county governments, as well as individuals who worked for those entities. The GRU also targeted private technology firms responsible for manufacturing and administering election-related software and hardware, such as voter registration software and election polling stations. The GRU continued to target these victims through the elections in 2016. While the investigation identified evidence that the GRU targeted these individuals and entities, the office did not investigate further. Are you fucking kidding me? The office did not, for instance, obtain or examine servers or other relevant items belonging to these victims. The office understands that the FBI and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the states have separately investigated that activity. By at least the summer of 2016, GRU officers sought access to state and local computer networks by exploiting known software vulnerabilities on websites of state and local governmental entities. GRU officers, for example, targeted state and local databases of registered voters using a technique known as SQL injection, by which malicious code was sent to the state or local website in order to run commands, such as exfiltrating the database contents. In one instance, in approximately June 2016, the GRU compromised the computer network of the Illinois State Board of Education by exploiting a vulnerability in the SBOE's website. The GRU then gained access to a database containing information on millions of registered Illinois voters and extracted data to thousands of U.S. voters before the malicious activity had been identified. GRU officers redacted investigative technique, scanned state and local websites for vulnerabilities. For example, over a two-day period in July 2016, GRU officers redacted investigative technique. Two dozen states redacted investigative technique. Redacted investigative technique. Similar. Redacted investigative technique. For vulnerabilities continued through the elections. Unit 74455 also sent spear phishing emails to public officials involved in election administration and personnel at companies involved in the voting technology. In August 2016, GRU officers targeted employees of redacted personal privacy a voting technology company that developed software used by numerous U.S. counties to manage voter rolls and installed malware on the company network. Similarly, in November 2016, the GRU sent spear phishing emails to over 120 accounts used by Florida County officials responsible for administering the 2016 U.S. election. The spear phishing emails contained an attack Word document coded with malicious software, commonly referred to as Trojan that permitted the GRU to access the infected computer. The FBI was separately responsible for this investigation. We understand FBI believes that this operation enabled the GRU to gain access to the network of at least one Florida County government. The office did not independently verify that belief and, this explained above, did not undertake the investigative steps that it would have taken to be necessary to do so. D. Trump campaign and the dissemination of hacked materials. The Trump campaign showed interest in WikiLeaks releases of hacked materials throughout the summer and fall of 2016. 
Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Number one. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. A. Background. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. B. Contacts with the campaign about WikiLeaks. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. On June 12, 2016, Assange claimed in a televised interview to have emails relating to Hillary Clinton which were pending publication and provided no additional context. In, brief, in debriefings with the office, former Deputy Campaign Chairman Rick Gates said that Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Gates recalled candidate Trump being generally frustrated that the Clinton emails had not been found. Paul Manafort, who would later become campaign chairman, redacted, harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted, harm to an ongoing matter. Michael Cohen, former executive vice president of the Trump Organization and special counsel to Donald J. Trump, told the office that he recalled an incident in which he was in candidate Trump's office in Trump Tower. Just when it was getting good. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Cohen further told the office that after WikiLeaks' subsequent release of stolen DNC emails in July 2016, candidate Trump said to Cohen something to the effect of Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. According to Gates, Manafort expressed excitement about the release. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Manafort, for his part, told the office that shortly after WikiLeaks' July 22nd release, Manafort also spoke with candidate Trump. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Manafort also redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Wanted to be kept apprised of any developments with WikiLeaks and separately told Gates to keep in touch. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. About future WikiLeaks releases. According to Gates, by the late summer of 2016, the Trump campaign was planning a press strategy, a communications campaign, and messaging based on the possible release of Clinton emails by WikiLeaks. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. While Trump and Gates were driving to LaGuardia Airport. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Shortly after the call, candidate Trump told Gates that more releases of damaging information would be coming. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. C. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Corsi is an author who holds a doctorate in political science. 
In 2016, Corsi also worked for the media outlet WorldNet Daily, WND. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Corsi told the office during interviews that he must have previously discussed Assange with Malik. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Grand jury. According to Malik, Corsi asked him to put Corsi in touch with Assange, who Corsi wished to interview. Malik recalled that Corsi also suggested that individuals in the orbit of UK politician Nigel Farage, oh, that asshole, might be able to contact Assange and asked if Malik knew him. Malik told Corsi that he would think about the request, but made no actual attempt to connect Corsi with Assange. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Malik stated to investigators that beginning in or about August 2016, he and Corsi had multiple FaceTime discussions about WikiLeaks. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Made a connection to Assange and that he hacked emails of John Podesta would be released prior to Election Day and would be helpful to the Trump campaign. In one conversation in or around August and September of 2016, Corsi told Malik that the release of the Podesta emails were coming, after which we were going to be in the driver's seat. Redacted harm to an ongoing matter. 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 Oh, God damn it. Redacted harm to an ongoing matter. 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 Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted harm to an ongoing matter. Going matter. D. WikiLeaks October 7, 2016 release of stolen Podesta emails. On October 7, 2016, four days after the Assange press conference, redacted, harm to an ongoing matter. The Washington Post published an Access Hollywood video that captured comments by candidate Trump some years earlier that was expected to adversely affect the campaign. Less than an hour after the video's publication, WikiLeaks released the first set of emails stolen by the GRU from the account of Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta. Redacted harm to an ongoing matter. 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 And redacted harm to an ongoing matter. Corsi said that because he had no direct means of communicating with WikiLeaks, he told members of the news site WND, who were participating in a conference call with him that day, to reach Assange directly. Corsi claimed that the pressure was enormous and recalled telling the conference call that the Access Hollywood tape was coming. Corsi stated that he was convinced that his efforts had caused WikiLeaks to release the emails when they did. 
In in a later twenty November twenty eighteen interview, Corsi stated that he told the people on a WMD conference call about the forthcoming tape and had sent out a tweet asking whether anyone could contact Assange, but then said that maybe he had done nothing. <laughs> the office investigated Corsi's allegations about the events of October 7, 2016, but found little corroboration of his allegations about that day. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. However, the phone records themselves do not indicate that the conversation was with any of the reporters who broke the Access Hollywood story, and the office was not otherwise has not otherwise been able to identify the substance of the conversation. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. However, the office has not identified any conference call participant or anyone who spoke to Corsi that day who was who says that they received non-public information about the tape from Corsi or acknowledged having contacted a member of the WikiLeaks team on October 7, 2016 after a conversation with Corsi. E. Donald Trump Jr. interaction with WikiLeaks. (laughs) This is all going to be redacted. Donald Trump Jr. had direct electronic communications with WikiLeaks during the campaign period. On September 20, 2016... An individual named Jason Fishbean sent WikiLeaks the password for an unlaunched website on Trump's unprecedented and dangerous ties to Russia. PutinTrump.org WikiLeaks publicly tweeted, Let's bomb Iraq. Progress for America PAC to launch PutinTrump.org at 9.30 a.m. Oops, PW is Putin Trump, putintrump.org. Several hours later, WikiLeaks sent a Twitter direct message to Donald Trump Jr. A pack-run anti-Trump site, putintrump.org, is about to launch. The pack is a recycled pro-Iraq war pack. We have guessed the password. It's Putin Trump. See about for who it's behind it. Any comments? Several hours later, Trump Jr. emailed a variety of senior campaign staff. Guys, I've got a Twitter DM from WikiLeaks. See below. I tried the password and it works. And the about section they referenced contains the next pick in terms of who is behind it. Not sure if this is anything, but it seems like it's really WikiLeaks asking me as I follow them. And it is a DM. Do you know the people mentioned and what the conspiracy they are looking for could be? These are just screenshots, and it's a fully built-out page claiming to be a pack. Let me know your thoughts and if you want to look into it. Trump Jr. attacked a screenshot, attached a screenshot on the About page of the unlaunched site, PutinTrump.org. The next day, after the website had launched publicly, Trump Jr. sent direct message to WikiLeaks. Off the record... I don't know who that is, but I'll ask around. Thanks. On November 3rd, 2016, WikiLeaks sent another direct message to Trump Jr. asking you guys to help disseminate a link alleging candidate Clinton had advocated using a drone to target Julian Assange. Trump Jr. responded that he already had done so and asked what's behind this Wednesday leak I keep reading about. WikiLeaks did not respond. On October 12, 2016, WikiLeaks wrote again 
that it was great to see you and your dad talking about our publications. Strongly suggest your dad tweets this link if he mentions us, wlsearch.tk. WikiLeaks wrote that the link would help Trump in, quote, digging through leaked emails and stated, quote, we just released Podesta emails part four. Two days later, Trump Jr. publicly tweeted the wlsearch.tk link. Number two, other potential campaign interests in the Russian hack materials. Throughout 2016, the Trump campaign expressed interest in Hillary Clinton's private email server and whether approximately 30,000 emails from that server had in fact been permanently destroyed as reported by the media. Several individuals associated with the campaign were contacted in 2016 about various efforts to obtain the missing Clinton emails and other stolen material in support of the Trump campaign. Some of these contacts were met with skepticism and nothing came of them. Others were pursued to some degree. The investigation did not find evidence that the Trump campaign recovered any such Clinton emails and that these contacts were part of a coordinated effort between Russia and Trump campaign. A. Henry Ochniansky, Henry Ochniansky, a.k.a. Henry Greenberg. In the spring of 2016, Trump campaign advisor Michael Caputo learned through a Florida-based Russian business partner that another Florida-based Russian, Henry Ochniansky, who also went by the name Henry Greenberg, Claimed to have been claimed to have information pertaining to Hillary Clinton. Caputo notified Roger Stone, the brokered communication between Stone and Okiansky. Okniansky and Stone met up in May of 2016 in person meeting. Okniansky was accompanied to the meeting by Alexei Razin, a Ukrainian associate involved in Florida real estate. At the meeting, Rasen, Rasen offered to sell Stone derogatory information on Clinton that Rasen claimed to have obtained while working for Clinton. Rasen claimed to possess financial statements demonstrating Clinton's involvement in the money laundering with Rasen's companies. According to Okniansky, Stone asked if the amounts in question totaled millions of dollars, but was told that it was closer to hundreds of thousands. Stone refused the offer, stating that Trump would not pay for opposition research. He had no shit. He won't even pay his employees or contractors. Okniansky claimed to the office that Rayson's motivation was financial. According to Okniansky, Rasen had tried unsuccessfully to shop the Clinton information around to other interested parties. And Okniansky would receive a cut if the information was sold. Rassen is noted to is noted in public source documents as the director and or registered agent for a number of Florida companies, none of which appears to be connected to Clinton. The office found no other evidence that Rassen worked for Clinton or any Clinton-related entities. In their statements to investigators, Okniansky and Caputo had contradictory recollections about the meeting. Okniansky claimed that Caputo accompanied Stone to the meeting and provided an introduction, whereas Caputo did not tell us that he had attended and claimed that he was never told what information Okniansky offered. 
Caputo also stated that he was unaware Ognianski sought to be paid for the information until Stone informed him after the fact. The office did not locate Rassen in the United States, although the office confirmed Rassen had been issued a Florida's driver's license. The office otherwise was unable to determine the content and origin of the information he purported offered to Stone. Finally, the investigation did not identify evidence of a connection between the outreach or the meeting and Russian interference efforts. B. Campaign efforts to obtain deleted Clinton emails. After candidate Trump stated on July 27, 2016, that he hoped Russia find the 30,000 emails that are missing, Trump asked individuals affiliated with his campaign to find the deleted Clinton emails. Michael Flynn, who would later serve as National Security Advisor in the Trump administration, recalled that Trump made this request repeatedly, and Flynn subsequently contacted multiple people in an effort to obtain the emails. Barbara Ledeen and Peter Smith were among the people contacted by Flynn. Ledeen, a longtime Senate staffer who had previously sought the Clinton emails, provided updates to Flynn about her efforts through the summer of 2016. Smith, an investment advisor who was active in Republican politics, also attempted to locate the and obtain the deleted Clinton emails. Ledeen began her efforts to obtain the Clinton emails before Flynn's request as early as December 2015. On December 3, 2015, she emailed Smith a proposal to obtain the emails, stating, Here is the proposal I briefly mentioned to you. The person I described to you would be happy to talk with you either in person or on the phone. The person can get the emails, which, one, were classified, and two, were purloined by our enemies. That would demonstrate what needs to be demonstrated. Attached to the email was a 25-page proposal stating that the Clinton email server was in all likelihood breached long ago and that the Chinese-Russian-Iranian intelligence services could reassemble the server's email content. The proposal called for a three-phase approach. The first two phases consisted of open-source analysis. The third phase consisted of checking with certain intelligence sources. They have the access through liaison work with various foreign services to determine if any of those services had gotten any better. The proposal noted, even if a single email was recovered and the providence of that email was a foreign service, it would be catastrophic to the Clinton campaign. Smith forwarded the email to two colleagues and wrote, We can discuss to whom it would be referred. On December 16, 2015, Smith informed Ledeen that he declined to participate in her initiative. According to one of Smith's business associates, Smith believed Ledeen's initiative was not viable at the time. Just weeks after Trump's July 2016 request to find the Clinton emails, however, Smith tried to locate and obtain the emails himself. He created a company, raised tens of thousands of dollars, and recruited security experts and business associates. Smith made claims to others involved in the effort, and those from whom he sought funding, that he was in contact with hackers with ties and affiliations to Russia, who had access to the emails, and that his efforts were coordinated with the Trump campaign. On August 28, 2016, Smith sent an email from an encrypted account with the subject, Sec Clinton's unsecured private email server to an undisclosed list of recipients, including campaign co-chairman Sam Clovis. The email stated that Smith 
was just finishing two days of sensitive meetings here in D.C. with involved groups to poke and probe on the above. It is clear that the Clinton home-based unprotected server was hacked with the ease by both state-related players and private mercenaries. Parties with varying interests are circling to release ahead of the election. On September 2, 2016, Smith directed a business associate to establish KLS Research LLC in furtherance of his search for the deleted Clinton emails. One of the purposes of KLS Research was to manage the funds Smith raised in support of his initiative. KLS Research received over $30,000 during the presidential campaign, although Smith represented that he raised even more money. Smith recruited multiple people for his initiative, including security experts, to search for the and authenticate the emails. In early September 2016, as part of a recruitment and fundraising effort, Smith circulated a document stating that his initiative was, quote, in coordination with the Trump campaign, quote, to the extent permitted as an independent exec expenditure organization. The document listed multiple individuals affiliated with the Trump campaign, including Flynn, Clovis, Bannon, and Kellyanne Conway. The investigation established that Smith communicated with at least Flynn and Clovis about his search for the deleted Clinton emails, but the office did not identify evidence that any of the listed individuals indicated or directed Smith's efforts. In September 2016, Smith and Ledeen got back in touch with each other about their respective efforts. Ledeen wrote to Smith, wondering if you had more details on the reports or memos or other data you could share because we have come a long way in our efforts since we last visited. We would need as much technical discussion as possible so we can marry it against the new data that we found and then could share it back to you, your eyes only. Ledeen claimed to have obtained a trove of emails from what she described as the dark web that purported to be the deleted Clinton emails. Ledeen wanted to authenticate the emails and solicited contributions to fund that effort. Eric Prince provided funding to hire each tech advisor to ascertain the authenticity of the emails. According to Prince, the tech advisor determined that these emails were not authentic. A backup of Smith's computer contained two files that had been downloaded from WikiLeaks and that were originally attached to emails received by John Podesta. The files on Smith's computer had creation dates of October 2, 2016, which was prior to the date of their release by WikiLeaks. Forensic examination, however, established that the creation date did not reflect when the files were downloaded to Smith's computer. It appears that the creation date was when WikiLeaks staged the document for release, as discussed in Volume 1, Section 3B3C SERPA. The investigation did not otherwise identify evidence that Smith obtained the files before the release by WikiLeaks. Smith continued to send emails to an undisclosed recipient list about Clinton's deleted emails until shortly before the election. For example, on October 28, 2016, Smith wrote that there was a, quote, tug of war going on within WikiLeaks over its planned releases in the next few days. And that WikiLeaks, quote, has maintained that it will save its best revelations for last under the theory this allows little time for response prior to the U.S. election November 8th. An attachment to the email claimed that WikiLeaks would release all 33,000 deleted emails by November 1st. No emails obtained by Clinton's server were subsequently released. 
Smith drafted multiple emails stating or intimating that he was in contact with Russian hackers. For example, in one such email, Smith claimed that in August of 2016, KLS Research had organized meetings with parties who had access to the deleted Clinton emails, including parties with, quote, ties and affiliations to Russia. The investigation did not identify evidence that any such meetings occurred. Associates and security experts who worked with Smith on the initiative did not believe that Smith was in contact with Russian hackers and were aware of no such connection. The investigation did not establish that Smith was in contact with Russian hackers or that Smith, Ledeen, or other individuals in touch with the Trump campaign ultimately obtained the deleted Clinton emails. In sum, the investigation established that GRU hacked into email accounts of persons affiliated with the Clinton campaign, as well as the computers of the DNC and DCCC. The GRU then exfiltrated data between, or related to the 2016 election from these accounts and to computers through WikiLeaks. The investigation also established that Trump campaign displayed interest in the WikiLeaks releases and that redacted harm to ongoing matter. As explained in Volume 1, Section VB Intra, the evidence was sufficient to support computer intrusion and other charges against GRU officers for the role in election-related hacking. Redacted. Harm to an ongoing matter. Well, guys, that was Episode 2. That was the entirety of Section 3. Um, Lillian Salerno has fallen asleep on my couch. You can probably hear her snoring in the background. Um, but this has been episode two of our very special series, Pod Bless Robert Mueller, a translation for Texans. Uh, a reading of the report on the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 president election, presidential election by special counsel Robert S. Mueller. Um, I'd love, I, I can't get over how much redaction was in here. This is driving me nuts, but, um, you know, we're going to move on. We're going to do article four next. Um, so I appreciate you listening and maybe Lillian will be awake by the next episode and we'll be able to chime in. <laughs>